0: Thank you for tuning to the Outlaw Podcast with your host, Robert Dalton. New episodes weekly. Like, share, and subscribe.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. This is your host, Robert Dalton. I know that the past week, current events have been a really, really hot topic. And mainly, you know, we got you know the Ukraine situation, we got the new... Brittany Griner, you know, being released in Moscow during a prisoner swap. And at my civilian job, you know, I've been sitting here just regularly working. People have been asking me for my opinion. And, well, guess what? I guess I'm going to give my opinion today on not just current events, but how we're going to pretty much tie everything that we've been talking about together between the military, 2A, uh, Woke America, and how everything in our current, you know, dilemma, is what I'll say, kind of all conglomerates together. And this is kind of what we got. In it. I'm not going to say, yeah, I'm going to say a hellscape of America. Because that's, I guess, what everyone is saying it is. Current America is a quote unquote hellscape. So, without further ado, we're going to just dive right on into it. Because uh, there, it's a lot to unpack whenever you get to really looking at how everything kind of has came together. And we'll, we're, we're just going to touch on a lot of our on main topics today, what goes on. So, without further ado, we're going to go into the Brittany Griner and Russia transaction. Alright. How how does how do we as Americans I'm talking ground floor and up and I've talked to people both on the left, the center left, center, center right, and I don't really talk to much on the far right, but how most of us people feel about how everything went down. So We'll give you a little backstory. So Victor Bout is this guy's name that we traded for Brittany Griner. If anyone doesn't know who Victor Bout is, just go watch the movie Lord of War. And that's who Nick Cage is. If you haven't watched that movie, it's uh it's I give it three out of five stars. But it's Nicolas Cage. What do you expect? Love the guy. Not really. After 2008, he was no kidding. Um, But anyways, Victor Bout was one of those guys that during the 90s, he was in the Russian military, and during the collapse of the Soviet Union, he decided that there's all this extra Soviet Union surplus sitting around. Why not sell it? So he then goes on to fund not just... Not just, you know, your everyday average citizen. Now he goes on and starts funding terrorist groups throughout Africa, the Middle East, parts of Asia. And he gets so prolific at dealing arms that he is known as the Lord of War. So, how do we as Americans feel about trading this big, bad, probably number one weapons dealer in all of the world. Sold enemy. I mean, just to just to go over some of his charges. All right. Just to come over some of his charges, we're going to go with uh, conspiracy to kill Americans is one of them. Uh, harboring illegal terrorists uh, among another one. Let's see. Uh, not to mention, you know, the sale trade of illegal firearms, both in the United States and abroad. I mean, what do you expect from the merchant of death? All right. This guy literally had no, uh, no moral scruples is how I'll, I'll frame it. He'd sell to anyone, to everyone, who ever, to the highest bidder who ever had the money. And we traded. I mean, we traded for a WNBA player who averages fourteen points a game. Kind of a kind of a lopsided trade deal. If I mean,
0: yeah, um, I, I I definitely agree with that. Um, not even I would not even say the fact that. She's a WNBA player, per se. Um, more or less, the fact that uh, um, it, it, you know, with a with a terror, not really a terrorist, but more of a, a hostage style um, like negotiation, trying to get one person back from you know another country or whatever. Um, we definitely um, we lost on that one, as far as like. Severity. Now, some people might make the might make the, the argument that yes, she's still an American citizen, which I get. I completely understand that we should do anything and everything we can do to get American citizens back, but on the same token, I don't I don't see the correlation between the two, whether you have a guy who has literally funded the mass killing of people for decades. Yeah, for decades. Um I don't see him being an equal trade for a WNBA player. Like I, I I don't see where, um, where that was a good idea. Now, necessarily, I I agree that we should yet again to do everything we can do to get, um, Americans, you know, out of these countries, um, Russia being, you know, the biggest one, especially right now with everything that's going on in the world. Um, but, uh, I, I feel like a better deal could have been done. Um, on, at least on our end. Oh, absolutely. And some people, you know, ask
1: me, they're like, well, what about the Marine we left over there, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's, that's a big one. Yeah, and that's a big one that, that is asked. And I get it. You know, we left a U.S. a former U.S. Marine over there, been incarcerated since 2018. And I'm all for getting him back. I'm not saying that we don't get him back. And, yes, if we would have traded both for one, that would be, like, yeah, that like would that be a little bit a better more yeah. better of a deal, at least for the U.S. side. Like, I mean, we negotiated a release of a criminal who has dealt arms to our enemies for years.
0: Yeah. And He's probably, like, single-handedly perpetrated thousands of American soldiers' deaths over the past 20, at least the past 20 years. And all
1: we get in trade for it is, like what I said, I mean, no fault to the WNBA or whatever, but a sports player who is average at best and has pretty much. Well, Lily didn't know. She really didn't even. I'm not going to say she didn't commit a crime because she did bring cannabis infused oil for her vape into in Russia. Yeah. Granted. But the charges she was charged with was not what she did. She was not. So they charged her with smuggling drugs into Russian borders, which is, and hence, true. It's true. It's, I would say it's true it's, to a point.
0: It, to a point. Yeah. It's, I, definitely the, the crime does not justify the punishment. And if you don't but understand, definitely. absolutely. I mean,
1: nine years in a penal col- colony for three vials of cannabis. Yeah. And And for that three vials of cannabis, we trade a Russian arms dealer that. A well-known. A well, probably the most well-known arms dealer in the, in the the free world. I'll say at least the free world that we know of right now. And that, that's what we got in trade. We didn't get two for one. We got a one for one swap. That, that weren't on an equal playing field. Not even on an equal playing field. Yeah. And if you don't think that he's not going to go back into arms dealing, you're out of
0: your mind. Yeah. The man made millions upon millions of dollars. He basically, I mean, if you really want to look at it, he basically got off Scott free Oh, he did 14 years. But if you have okay. any idea what yeah, the I American think- criminal
1: system is like, he did 14 years with three hots and a cot. Having the ability to work out, TV, reading privileges, et
0: cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, you can't compare the American justice system to the Russian justice system. A penal colony which has been known for
1: accidental deaths is what I'm going to classify as. Heavy, heavy quotation marks on the accidental. Heavy quotation marks. Okay. So... Do we want to spare Brittany Griner and people that are American citizens that get, un, I'm not going to say unlawfully persecuted, but overly persecuted is what I'll say. Yeah. Overly persecuted for a for a, a, for for a crime that is a crime, but at the same time. Here in the States would get you a slap on the wrist. Would would literally, if a cop found you with it, it they'd just take it. But that's the difference. This is where we're getting to and the difference between our world versus the rest of the world and why the woke America how they have been painting America as a place of prejudice and hate and hate and unlawful arrests and all this big mumbo jumbo big play words that they like throwing at you. It's not the case. It's it might be the case in very, very small aspects of American life, extremely small. But these are, but when compared to the rest of the world, the you have no idea the amount of persecution that your little what you would consider today's world misdemeanor what can, would get what you can
0: do around the world? somewhere else. And it's funny speaking on that. We'll go down a little rabbit hole with this since we you kind of bridge the gap as far as going into. Comparing us to the rest of the world, um, I've heard a lot of people. Um, it's been said on other shows and um, you know other platforms, especially from the veteran side of the community. Um, but you'll hear people, like the average, you know, the average person, average U.S. citizen, say, you know, I've, well, I've traveled around the world, you know, I've, I've seen it, like, you know, it's not that bad. Well, you can't compare your vacations to like Aruba, uh, the Bahamas. Uh, let's see, Paris. Like France, England, Germany—you yeah. like can't compare it. Like that's not who we're talking about here. We're talking about uh, places like uh, you know Cuba a couple of years ago. Cuba, Iran, North
1: Korea, Russia, parts of parts of—I'm not going to say controlled Russia, but aligned with the the not just the communists, Belarus. Belarus, Latvia, uh, Georgia, Georgia. Chechnya, Chechnya, Vietnam. Um, we're gonna bring in back in Afghanistan,
0: Afghanistan, Iraq, Iraq Pakistan, 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 Syria, Syria, Syria Saudi Yemen. Arabia,
1: I, Yemen. That matter, Yemen, Lebanon, exact Egypt, Egypt, Libya, Croatia, Serbia, uh, Turkey, Serbia, Turkey. Yeah. These parts of the world that most of y'all have no idea what we're even speaking of right now. Yeah that you couldn't even point them out on a map. These parts of the world have wholly different ideas of what a misdemeanor is. Yeah. That's
0: what I'm going to say. Yeah. A misdemeanor there um, is basically like, if you get charged, what we would consider a misdemeanor in some of those countries. We'll, actually, you know what? We'll say we'll say 95% of those countries. Um, comparatively speaking, would be uh, like getting the death penalty here. Yeah. You know, like, <clears throat> A great point to bring up uh, Iran, right? So, you know, we had the, over the summers, over the past couple summers, we had the Black Lives Matter protest. Protests, people have been protesting about stuff going on in, in America, well, pretty much since its since its founding. But more recently, in the past couple of years, for Black Lives Matter. Um, we'll even do January 6th. January 6th. We'll bring six, January That's a protest. Because I would say January 6th is... I wouldn't say by design, but if you look at, the, I guess the reasoning and the correlation between them are kind of similar to Iran. I mean, you could tie in that, the January 6th Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter and other protests, we can combine all those that are happening in America or that ha- have happened um, and compare it to what's going on in Iran. Yeah, so for instance, in
1: Iran, we're going to take this right from the New York Post website. All right. In Iran, they, act, they executed a second detainee in less than a week on Monday, publicly hanging a man from a construction crane after he was convicted of crimes committed during a protest against the country's regime. This man was put to death just weeks after he allegedly fatally stabbed two members of a paramilitary force after purportedly becoming angry about security forces killing protesters. Okay? Iran's Mazan News Agency, which falls under the country's judiciary, which means it's a state-run news media. For any of y'all that don't understand how this works, which is, which means that it's probably not the truth. Okay. Published a collage of Im- images of Randovard hanging from a crane with his hands and feet bound and a black bag over his head. Mass security forces members stood guard in front of the concrete and metal barriers that held back a gathered crowd in the city of Moscow. Mashhad activists on social media criticized the execution of the 23-year-old, and they classified it as a criminal act
0: by Iran's clerical rules to deter dissent. Yeah. Okay. They so said they could the uh, the Iranian government considered his protest and the way he was protesting and what he was protesting a act against God. Yep. And
1: notice they he, he was never convicted of the crime of killing the two i'm not saying he did and i'm not saying he didn't but he was never convicted of that crime but they hung him because he was doing he was protesting against the state at the time yeah. rights group human rights activists in iran hria said that as of sunday 488 people have been killed including 68 children Since the demonstrations erupted in mid-September over the death of Masa Amani, a 23-year-old Kurdish, I'm sorry, 22-year-old Kurdish Iranian woman who died in the custody of Iran's morality police after being detained for improperly wearing her hijab or or however you want to pronounce it, another 18,200 people have been detained by authorities, according to H.R.I. H-R-A-I, which has been monitoring
0: the protests. So let's put that in perspective here uh, for, you know, the average American viewer. So what was the number again for the, 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 the children that the... Oh, 68 the... children that have been executed by the state. 68 children. Children. Could you imagine if if the United States government decided to go and kill 68 American children for protesting? and there's no international outrage.
1: No, like this is to in order to find this post on current events, okay? I had to scroll through about four pages of garbage yeah. of, of of celebrities God. and other crap that keeps that keeps people so pe- people's freaking hood so slammed over their face because they're so interested with oh, who's doing what? The Kardashians, this, that. I mean, and they, they don't understand what's going on in the world around. All right. We'll go to another one. All right. For instance, let's see here. Uh, we'll, we'll go to our favorite place in Afghanistan. Kabul. We'll go straight to Kabul. All right. Three gunmen killed, two foreigners injured in Kabul cabal hotel attack. All right. Armed men opened fire on a, on a Monday inside a hotel in central cabal. Popular with Chinese nationals, an attack that ended with at least three gunmen were killed by security forces, the Taliban RAN administration said. Two foreigners were injured while, jump, while trying to escape by jumping from the hotel balconies. The Cabal's emergency hospital, run by an Italian nonprofit, reportedly received received 21 casualties, 18 injured, and three dead on arrival, which means If there were three gunmen, there was a lot of collateral damage. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say. Let's see here. Taliban sources said that the attack was carried out at Longin Hotel, where Chinese and other foreign nationals usually Mm -hmm. stay. Videos posted by a journalist and verified by Reuters showed smoke billowing out of the floors and amid sounds of gunfire while people were seen trying to escape by jumping out of hotel windows. The attack came a day after the Chinese ambassador met the Afghan deputy foreign minister to discuss security-related matters and sought more attention on the protection of the embassy, considering the embassy had been bombed twice. The Zuan news agency said that the attack happened near a Chinese guest house and its embassy in Cabal. was closely monitoring the situation. Several bombings have taken place in Afghanistan in recent months. The Pakistani and the Russian embassy were both... Taken in suicide blasts earlier in the month, and both attacks were claimed by the Islamic State. So, mm-hmm. in other news, that means that there was a lot of <clears throat> collateral damage, and it's all going to get written under the bus.
0: Yeah.
1: If our police state decided, hey, we're going to go in here and subdue shoot it. up a shoot up a, a hotel. Yeah. Well, we we're, a- we're going to go in here and detain three people. That we're gonna classify as gunmen in the after action. Alright, and they go into this hotel and not only do they kill the three people that were gunmen, but they also kill about twenty extra non combatants in the same time. How would you think public outcry here would be? Yeah. Huge. You know why it's not gonna be that big there?
0: Because they will kill you if you
1: protest. They will kill you. They they they, they won't think about it. It won't even be televised, like our the poor man that was killed in yeah. Iran. Yeah, they'll just kill you and wipe it under the rug. So, <clears throat> all that to literally say, woke America, you do not have a leg to stand on when it comes to America and its freedoms that it bestows upon you. Yeah, because yes, in our past, we might not have gave freedoms to everybody, everybody. like our Constitution had been written. But in today's America, yes, you do. You have more freedom than you could possibly imagine. And even those on the right that say, oh, we don't have freedom, you have plenty of freedom as well. All right. Yes, the Second Amendment does come under attack. Yes, but it is an amendment for a reason. They're not going to be able to take it out without over two-thirds of Congress, a presidential act, and...
0: Public support. I mean, Well, really- public
1: support and Supreme Court has to also... Weigh in on the matter. So you got like about four checks and balances to get through, which is why checks and balances was written into the Constitution. Now, however, to the state governments that are out there trying to take away your rights, that, in effect, is where you have to use litigation to combat those laws. Yeah. All right. Litigation is probably the best way to do it because there's so many loopholes in any of those amendments and bills that they pass in those and they do it to themselves. Because if you ever look at any type of house bill that has ever written, it is chock full of about 500 pages of crap with the actual reason that people want to pass it somewhere in the middle and it's barely in fine print. That's that. Yeah. That's pretty much what every bill is passed. And they're going to label it
0: to Never euthanize dogs. Bill, ever and then they put in a bunch of other different stuff they want to get passed through under this umbrella of um, which is exactly don't even, euthanize yeah, dogs, like yeah, which is
1: exactly what they did during COVID. They enacted so much money and emergency support, and they also paid off a bunch of other things. Just go in and read the twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one COVID bills that they passed.
0: Yeah, during just read through them. See exactly what was, what I, was what was actually being pushed while you were out there getting your six hundred dollar twelve hundred dollar stimulus stimulus check, stimulus check. Yeah. Um, And now, we're, honestly, now at this point, we're really feeling the um, you're feeling the, the effects of yeah. giving out free money. Like you can't
1: just give out free money; it's not free money. There's no such thing. Yes, us as taxpayers, any of the taxpayers out there like me, yes, we do earn money, and that is technically a tax break for us, but at the same time, you should never want to accept free money from the government. Period. We pay our taxes in order to pay our debts, to own a military, to unfortunately, and sometimes necessarily pay politicians.
0: Yeah. Infrastructure. Infrastructure. I mean, if you really want to go deep dive into it to see where actually your, your money goes, your tax money. Sometimes taxes are taken out on your check or whatever you pay. If you pay taxes um, at the end of the year, uh, you, can, you can just search it on Google and you can see the breakdown, like the percentage of money that goes to each, um, you know, state department um, or, you know, department of health care, department you know, of, you know, fill in the blank. Yeah, where, whichever, the breakdown. whichever
1: department you want to see where your money goes, you can see in each financial budget where yeah, it's allocated like, to. Yeah. Okay. And, and you just take the percentage of money that's your tax,
0: and you just tack you put the percentage. But the funny of money thing in. is, with that being said, you can see like where the money is going, what like to what department it's going to, but you don't see what it's actually used for.
1: <laughs>
0: that's another thing that if you want to get into the weeds of it, it's like state taxes, right? You drop through some of the st- the South is a perfect example, and you know up north as well. Pretty well, we'll we'll just go ahead and generalize America. Um, a lot of these a lot of states um, like the, for instance the roads are terrible South Carolina is the, like one of the best examples um, I don't know what there's you know their state tax rate is or what percentage it's that well, they need to invest in some infrastructure but tax. their roads every terrible. single road I've driven on in South Carolina except for the ones in Charleston were built hundred and some odd years ago maybe heck even 200 years ago every road in South Carolina is absolutely terrible I mean, terrible. So you you would think with the amount of people who live in South Carolina, who have rental properties down there, who basically are paying some sort of, they have some sort of taxable income in the state of South Carolina, that they could take you know a portion of that money and fix their roads. But you know, like I said, you know you can see what what department of you know the government your money is going to, but you don't know what your money is being used for.
1: Well, yeah, I mean. Then if you wanna find all that stuff out, really deep dive into where the money goes in each department. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Uh, I have tried doing better person it. than I. And when I tell you it's literally just backdoor litigation, stuff like that. Stuff that comp it goes to companies that you've never heard of. Just have fun. So I'm gonna say, have fun. Have fun deep diving into <clears throat> the literal uh Alice in Wonderland hole. Yeah. Go follow that rabbit right down Alice's hole, right down his hole. And you're going to be just as lost as Alice was. I promise. Anywho, back to hammering back on with, you know, how current events affect our, how our woke America and how everything has pretty much led up to how our current events are shaping up in today's world. Um, a lot of people have asked me, and I have no opinion because I, w- I did not serve in Afghanistan. So I cannot give an opinion on our withdrawal in Afghanistan back in back last August. But what I will say is that if you think it was in the betterment of those people there for us to withdraw, you're completely wrong. Yeah. Um, and also on that note, you you threw away 20 years of work in a hasty
0: X exfil. Yeah. A reverse airfield seizure. Like if you really
1: want to break that it that's like literally that. what happened. We left more gear and more stuff than we ever
0: should have ever left. And, and tie in with the with our right. last episode with a two a thing. Um if you ever if you wanna if you haven't and you want to you can go on YouTube and watch um all like the foreign news journalists um you know, in Kabul, at HKIA, uh, Hamid Karzai International Airport, um, the, ba- or the base of Bagram, CAF, Kandahar, all these different places that we basically we exfilled from. We left behind helicopters, all these different like V's, MRAPs, Humvees, um, stacks of M4s with the ammo, um, AT4s, <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, 240s. M-9s, we left, we left behind a the best way to put it, a metric fuck ton of equipment. Um, and obviously, you know, you know whose hands it fell into it film the Taliban, that, their government's hands. And it's funny, the same politicians who pushed for the withdrawal from Afghanistan in that manner, whether they say they pushed for it in that manner or not, that is what happened. That's a fact and you cannot dispute it. These are the same politicians who are pushing gun control on average Americans who just want to own guns. Number one, because it's fun to shoot. Like, it, it really is. I mean, it's just, it's a good stretch of to go out there, you know, you hang up your target, or, you know, if you... But we you, just,
1: the entire point of it is, is, they're wanting to take guns
0: away from you, law-abiding
1: American citizens. And they're literally putting guns and in, the the hands of, in the hands of terrorists and our enemies. With no oversight. There is no political oversight over where these weapons go. Okay. No, none whatsoever. So, for all we know, we can have M-16s and M-4s sitting in, sitting in ISIS-controlled areas all around the country. And we wouldn't know. I mean, obviously, ISIS is still is, uh, is doing things in Afghanistan because they've taken credit for two suicide bombings on two embassies there. So, obviously, they're doing work there. In the same place where we just left Metric tons of good equipment yep. just laying around. I mean, Blackhawks. I mean, Blackhawks. Kyle was Humvees. I mean, whatever, whatever,
0: whatever piece of American military equipment that you know, you can probably guess that we left it there. Afghanistan now in 20 let's say twenty twenty two, is no different than Afghanistan was in two thousand. The only thing that's different is they're better they're equipped, much well armed. Yeah. They're, they're no longer running around with bolt action rifles. Yeah, they're running around, you know, old, just old, like Khyber Pass stuff in Pakistan. Like, they're not running around with, like, this cave built, janky shit anymore. They have literally the same equipment that you and I work with. Yeah. Like, to be honest. Like, and some highly secretive stuff
1: as yeah. well that yeah. just left behind. Stuff that I can't talk about, he can't talk about, no one can really talk about. But if you want to hear about it, just look at YouTube. Apparently, yeah. We left that off on YouTube now. Yep. Um, nobody well, we did. didn't. I mean, the foreign, foreign journalists. Oh, yeah. Foreign yeah. journalists figured it out and just started reporting on it. But
0: even out, the, the sure. Marines and the, the soldiers that were there in, uh, <coughs> in Kabul at the airport, I mean, they obviously took their own videos and stuff like that. Yeah. Years, so I mean, we can talk about that in a whole other episode. Yeah, it could be a whole just Afghanistan. On um,
1: operational security and all that kind of full, full stuff that. Just encompasses that entire reign of the world. But the reason that we don't like talking about that stuff is because, well, we can't. Yeah. So, in well, other words,
0: on to other topics. But I think this is a, I think uh, this is a good time to uh, take a break. Yeah, good break.
1: We can definitely, uh, we'll we'll rotate back on another subject. Well, pretty much re-hit on the same subject we've been hitting on, but keep it man. Yeah. But yep. See y'all after a bit. Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, Appreciate you hanging with us through the short break. Uh, Onward to another topic that is also in current events. Um, Everyone is hearing about the Elon Musk Twitter files. That has, I guess, been taking a lot of the internet by storm, but has been suppressed in most news media outlets today or being used as either staging platforms for either the left or the right. Okay. We're just going to go down, straight down the hole, and use neither big media platform. We're just going to go from this outlook.com. All right. Most people haven't heard of it, which is fine. That's why we took it from it, because they just give straight information. No bias whatsoever. All right. Twitter Files 2.0 reveals secret blacklists and shadow banning, and here's all you need to know. Journalist thread on Twitter Files 2.0 reveals that the social media company had a thing called secret blacklists and shadow banning built by the social media company's employees, and here's what Twitter Files 2 secret blacklists and shadow bannings are. Twitter Files 2.0, aided by SpaceX and Tesla, Elon Musk, are now out. At this time, the second edition of Revelations have been, has been released by Barry Weiss, first in the form of Twitter threads, then on the free press. This edition of the Twitter Files now claims to reveal details about the much-talked-about shadow banning along with a new thing called secret blacklists. The journalist thread on Twitter reveals that the social the social media company had a thing called secret blacklist, one that were built by Twitter employees to disfavor certain tweets and limit activity on, bo- <clears throat> I'm sorry, and limit activity on microbanning or microblogging platform on the micro blogging platform. Oh, it's a tongue twister. I'm sorry. Why says a new hashtag Twitter files investigation reveals that the team of Twitter employees built to, build blacklists and prevent disfav- to prevent disfavored tweets from trending and actively limit the visibility of entire accounts or even t- trending topics all in secret without informing users. All right, let's take a look at what the trending words, shadow banning, and secret blacklists are and what Twitter revealed in secret 2.0 blacklists. All right, and let's see. To put it plainly, the Twitter files 2.0 mainly revealed that the social media company had been resorting to both shadow banning and creating secret blacklists in order to suppress some information and avoid its circulation. While the practices have been called as is, Twitter team, for its internal communication purposes, as per the thread, call it visibly filtering or VF. All right. One of the related tweets by RiseWeb read, what many people call shadow banning Twitter executives and employees call visibility filtering, or VF, multiple high-level sources confirm it's meaning thinking about visibility filtering as being a way for us to suppress what people see to different levels. It is a very powerful tool, one senior Twitter employee told us. To simplify for the audience, Weiss goes on to explain that VF is usually done without the user's knowledge. She writes, VF defers refers to Twitter's control over user visibility and used VF to block searches of individual users to the to limit the scope of a particular t- tweet's discoverability to block select users posts from ever appearing on the trending page and from inclusion in hashtag service and hashtag searches the fact that twitter resorted to using this claim visibly filtering has also, been supported by Weiss with the help of some images alleged, allegedly affecting accounts. These include the accounts of Stanford's Dr. J. Bakhtura, a popular right wing talk show host, Dan Bongino, conservative, and conservative activist Charlie Kirk, among many more. However, while these images and tweets reveal that Twitter uses such tools to impact the circulation and visibility tweets, in 2018 it denied doing such things. As per Weiss in 2018, Twitter's uh, I hate names that I can't pronounce, Vijay Gadi, Vijay then the head of legal, policy, and trust. Jeez, and Kavon Bagpore, head of product, said that we do not shadow ban. They added, and we certainly don't shadow ban based on political viewpoints or ideology. As the audience gauges the the Twitter Files 2.0. Apart from the contents, there's another thing that has caught people's attention and raised alarms. In previous versions of the Twitter Files, some analysts visibly claimed that former CEO Jack Dorsey had nothing to do with the that had nothing to do with anything that was happening. In fact, Twitter Files 1 also went to assert that former CEO had no idea of what was going on. However. With the release of Twitter Falls 2.0, Dorsey's name has came in. Weiss writes, the group decided whether to reach, whether to limit the reach of certain users was the strategic response team, global escalation team, or CERT and Git often handled up 200 cases a day, but there existed a level beyond official ticketing, beyond the company rank and file moderators following the company's policy on paper. That is the site integrity policy, policy policy escalation support known as SIP and PES. It is here that Weiss brings the name of Jack Dorsey and she adds that a, sequel, a secret group included the head of legal policy and trust, the global head of trust and safety, Joel Roth, and subsequent CEO, Jack Dorsey. Among others, this is where the most pro- politically sensitive discuss- decisions got made. So, that long, nuanced, probably six minutes of me reading, I am so sorry, but we had to get it all out there because it's, it's a amazing. lot to unpack, and we're going to completely broad stroke it like we always do, because that's just how we do. We look at it, we see it for what it is, and we just roll on with it. If you want to dig deep into it, the articles by OutlookIndia.com, all right? Look it up, it's in their business files. All right. If you don't understand what this means, for layman's terms, this means that guess what? Twitter was censoring anything and everything that had to do with political discourse that they didn't agree with. Yeah. Okay.
0: But, I mean, that, but that's that's like all three of the big, all three of the big social media platforms have been doing that. Facebook, study. Facebook did it. They found out Facebook did it. And then they lied about it under oath, which yeah. is the same thing that Jack Dorsey
1: just, on under these files, has been expressly, he
0: lied to Congress that he was doing it. Instagram did
1: it. In- well, Instagram and Facebook are yeah, the same I mean, thing. Yeah.
0: is their- um, And obviously Twitter, it's coming out now that Twitter's done it. <laughs> which people, like, people... You knew. Life, we've been saying it for years. Like, we... Deep, like me on the center right,
1: and I, I try not to hold too much of a line with a lot of things. I have personal beliefs, and then I have what is. And I
0: think, like we have yeah, a, we have our hills. We're gonna but
1: die the, yeah, we have our hills that we're gonna die on. But anyone with a brain and eyes that was not so politically colluded, convoluted, all right, we knew what was going on. That there were. Other people, even in government, that knew this was going on. All right. They brought them into hearings in Congress during post the 2018 election election into 2019 and 2020. Into the 2020 election. All right. They knew this was going on. They lied about it. And they straight up boldface told you to your face that you're crazy. All right. And that you're a
0: conspiracy theorist. Alright, that, that was the big word was yeah. you're conspiracy theorists for thinking this. Well it's still I mean, obviously it's it's still very much that way. Oh, and to this like with even to this day, things. people on the far left are gonna still still think that we're that
1: you're a conspiracy theorists for thinking that this is even a thing. No. Unfortunately, your worst fear, fears were found out you were being censored. Yeah. Two Which is obviously a violation of the First Amendment. Which is exactly where we're going with this. Obviously a violation of your first amendment, right? Okay. Because as we pointed out in the last one, your second amendment protects your first amendment, but your first
0: amendment doesn't protect any other amendment. Doesn't protect any other. It doesn't give you like a, it doesn't give you like a back, say a backbone. No, it it leaves you with
1: no leg to stand on if you're an opposing party.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. If you don't toe the party line on whichever party you stand for. All and right. you're outcast. I mean, hey, you're going to be, you're going to be exercised, called a conspiracy theorist and thrown out the pasture and then censored beyond belief from ever getting anything out that, which is true. If you look at, I mean, there was a very, very gosh, I cannot remember the old man's name, but he used to be a, he, he was an actor for so long and, uh, Woods, what's his name? Woods, Jerry Woods, I think. No, Um, Dang it, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, but he was... James Woods. James Woods, James thank Woods. you. James Woods. And this is, like, during the Twitter point .1 files, a lot of it came out that he was being censored. All right? Oh, yeah. And he was blatantly stating on all of his... Any political... Or so, I'm not sorry. Social media social platform. Social media platform, not political. Social media platform. That, hey, this is happening to me. Hey, this is happening to me. No one's seeing this. And... um. Even on another, even another, uh, I'm going to say social media influencer Adam Calhoun. If you look at his stuff, I I'd, I'd liked his merch that he bought, and I remember, you know, he he made music. Yeah, makes like a country rap music, and I listened to a, a couple of his songs, and I kind of liked them. So I remember I downloaded a couple of the songs to one of my workout playlists. And one day they weren't there no more. Imagine that. Well, his stuff had gotten shadow banned and you couldn't see not just what he was putting out, but any type of uh, content he was creating. He makes funny videos, stuff like that, but he was right wing. And I'm, I'm going to say far right wing. He's just a patriot. Most of his stuff was patriotic. Yeah. Now I don't know. I don't know him that well, so don't quote me on everything. But everything that I saw about the guy, he was just he was just, a dude. he was just a dude that was an outstanding patriot and believed that everything should come from America. Which, okay, if that's your point of view, then that's fine. That's your opinion. And if people agree with your opinion, you shouldn't be shadow banned for it. Okay, it's just like if anyone likes what they're hearing on this channel and then one day someone decided, oh, they're not saying what we want them to say, you're off then we lose y'all as an audience. Yeah. All right. Which affects us. All right. This ruined most of their, like he was a social media content creator. Yeah. And if he wasn't getting views, likes, comments, subscribes, you know, merch, uh, merch selling. Yeah. You know, he, he obviously wasn't making money. Like, oh no, he wasn't making money. He was losing tons of money. Yeah. And whenever, whenever you like, that's what they'll do to you. Yeah. Like they shut you down. And they've been doing it. And this is, now that it's coming out, there's a lot of people on not just the left, not just left, but on the right, that are trying to dumb this
0: down or try to make it go away because they don't want anything else really coming out. Well, that's the thing is, like, they, they don't want it to come out because at the end of the day, it's really, it's going to backfire on them. Well, well I mean, yeah. If you, you really the side, dig the, it. On the left side, it's really... Oh, yeah. I mean... I mean, it will, but the thing is, they still, the control... Um, a lot of the media. So even if it does come out that hey, like, you know, the, the you know, the left side of the aisle um, was responsible for, you know, X, Y, and Z, eighty-five percent of the time it's just gonna it's gonna get stuck under the rug, it's gonna be like it never happened. Because you they don't, can, don't want you, you to, to for it. Because they don't want you to see
1: it. Yeah. Okay. They they don't want you to see that they uh oh we made a criminal act, we made a boo-boo. And, I mean, and, and now we want to get prosecuted for it. So guess what? We're just going to sweep it under the rug, make it go away. So that way you nor I can see
0: exactly what is happening. In essence, though, I mean, going back to you saying that the, um, the you know, quote unquote, you know, committed a criminal act. Like, yeah, I mean, they violated the First Amendment. That's a criminal act <laughs> for... I mean, and like I can see both sides of the coin. Um, basically, people saying, "Well, you know, Twitter was a private company. Like, you know, they they have they obviously have the right to make their rules and guidelines a certain way." Yes, but to an extent. Though. Yes, but I, I agree. But and once you start um, basically suppressing suppressing people's, um, you know, well, way, like they're, they're, they're way the thing they express the First Amendment.
1: Like the thing that's is, Twitter. Goes. Twitter's whole policy that they stood on, the reason that people got Twitter was so that way they could spread ideas throughout the world. Yeah. All right. It didn't matter what idea, it just said spreading ideas throughout the world. So that was their name point. That was what they were known for. That's that was their mission statement, is what i want to say. That was their entire mission statement. But they were renegotiating their mission statement by shadow banning by shadow banning yeah. people. Based on their beliefs or based on their opinions. Okay. And as a United States based company who holds not just that kind of power.
0: But international power.
1: But international power on how people view certain content. That is entirely criminalist. Well, and the reason I'm going to say it's criminal is because you came out and said that you weren't doing it. If you went and came out and said you weren't doing it, under oath, which is, if you lie under oath, that's called perjury, which is a criminal offense. Which,
0: but nobody gets convicted. Of, nobody at that level is going to get convicted of perjury.
1: I nobody mean, we convinced. had a pres we had a president get impeached over a small perjury charge. I, <clears throat> I did not have sex with that woman. Yeah, or I, I'm sorry, I did not have sexual relations with that woman.
0: And you got impi- uh, I mean,
1: he got impeached over lying under oath. Okay.
0: Yeah, but you can't can, can, uh, can compare the 90s to the
1: 2000s. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. The 90s were very- only 20 years ago, but I guess it's ancient history in today's world, which is true. Because another point that I was actually going to make was that the the reason that this isn't going to gain traction, okay, is because everyone has 24-hour memory in today's world. Yeah. Here today, gone tomorrow... They don't really give a crap about looking at the past and history. Yeah. And that that's entirely my point that I was making in a previous podcast is that without without knowing your history and not like when we talked about 2A and how certain governments were removing weapons in order to control the people. Yeah. All right. If we look back at our past, at our past and world history and understood that, then we would have clarity of reason to understand, oh, this is bad. We probably shouldn't be taking Weapons out of law-abiding citizens' hands and literally, in <clears throat> a certain case,
0: giving them to our enemy. And uh, here's a good point with that. Um, you know, as far as like, you know, we have the the hot button topics, right? Like, you know, America has our hot topic or hot button, you know, issues, topics, issues, what, it, what you know, what you have. Yeah. Um, and he, I, would, I would venture to say, you know what, I will. Here's the difference between the average American citizen and I wouldn't even say, you know, politics, I'm, I'm not including them in this statement whatsoever, but the average American citizen versus, you know, a, a veteran or a service member, like, we're taught, um, you know, it, I would say indoctrinated or, you know, it's pushing our brain at, during uh, base training boot camp, what, you know, whatever you call it. Um, that, you know, you don't think and you don't act based on emotion. Because when you do that, that's when things get skewed, you know, for us. And, you know, oh, you know in a, yeah. you know, in a, in a quote unquote combat situation, like you don't want to make a fear, decision. Fear is going to kill you first before the end, before you even get a shot off at the enemy. Yeah, you don't want to make your decisions based off emotion. And I feel like, you know, in modern day politics, especially, especially with gun control. It's all emotion. People, whenever it comes to gun control, they always think with emotion and not with a logical, cool, level-headed perspective on it. And politicians are, are like extremely guilty for that because every time that you know there's a you know there's a mass shooting, you know they always pull on the strings like well oh they you know families and you know whatnot were killed or you know like with Sandy Hook and you know all the all the school shooters, I'm like. They're they're travesties, and it's terrible that these things happen. But behind these the mass shootings, there's you know you might have one mass shooting, but for one mass shooting, you might have twenty shootings that were prevented by a you know a good person with a gun. So like you know people they they see the they see the clickbaity articles, they see the the flashy thumbnails on you know Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, you know whatever, and they click on that and they take that for truth. When you know it could be skewed beyond belief, so skewed, and they don't do any research, it's like, oh, you know, we've had you know X amount of mass shootings this year, but how many shootings were prevented, or how many like you know massacres or whatever you want to call them were prevented by somebody with a gun, or the cops being there, or somebody just being stupid and like you know not you know obviously thinking because nobody who commits a mass murder is you know level headed. Oh, absolutely not. So with that being said, like with a lot of these topics. Especially with like the like gay right like gay marriage right like i'm i'm gonna like people have different views on that like personally I don't care i mean i i know I have plenty of friends that are part of that community, and if they want to get married or you know some one you know one couple is married and i mean they're 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 no different than you know a, a other you know like a man or woman's you know marriage like they they both have like the same problems and you know all that stuff but um you know, people with on those topics, they think too much with emotion. They don't think with the logic. Like, logically, like, why would you prevent, like, if you're, if you want to say, like, you know, everybody's equal as far as equal rights, well, why would you prevent one group of people from getting married over another? You know, like, that's the logical way of looking at it. You can look at it from any, any perspective you want because that's your opinion. But if you look at it from a logical standpoint on any topic in politics based on the
1: Constitution,
0: what do you, what's your, yeah, on? like there's nothing in the Constitution that says a man can't marry a man or a woman can't marry a woman. Like there's 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 no amendment. There's nothing written in the Constitution. There's nothing written in anything, any founding documents of the nation that say that. Hmm. Like, just think honestly, and to bring it up, it might be it might be a little like you know out there, but same thing with drugs. Like, I mean, there like, are I'm laws not, regarding drugs, though. There are laws. There are yeah. written laws. There also used to be laws, written laws about gay marriage. Yes, this so, is true, but at the same time... I mean, do, do I think people need to be out there shooting up heroin? Like, no, obviously. But obviously, at the same time, this might sound super crass, but if you're out there shooting up heroin, it's a self-correcting problem. At the end of the day, like, you're either going to die or, you're, you know, whatever. Like, it's a self-correcting problem. But do I think people should be able to, like, chill out and freaking smoke smoke a little weed? Like, yeah. It would probably do wonders on a lot of people. they just sit down, chill out, you know, smoke, and then be done. To an extent. Okay. I mean, I, I, to an extent, I like I, I like my whiskey not my bourbon, oh yeah. but it's definitely more health detrimental than cannabis is. Kills my liver. What does cannabis do? Makes me happy. Makes me want to eat.
1: Well, that's I good. mean, do we really know how far deep the research into cannabis use goes?
0: No. All I mean, right, Willie we, Nelson's been smoking it for years and he's in his 80s. So, Yeah, we could bring up Willie I mean, Nelson.
1: No that, that's, but that, but that, that's I could bring up anything. my grandfather who has drank more liquor than probably any man known, known to. It's, it. it's a,
0: I, it, but that's uh, a case by case basis. It, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah.
1: We could go case by case, but based on facts and how laws sit right now, I'm going to say <laughs> how the government works is they do not let I'm going to quote a good uh, a politician. I'm going to leave the politician nameless, but they do not let a good tragedy go to waste. No. All right. So when you see those thumbnails of mass shooting or, uh, <clears throat> oh my gosh, this is terrible, or look at this horrible criminal, et cetera, et cetera. It's clickbaity, et cetera, et cetera. What they're doing, and news media as well, they're doing they're using these clickbait ads or clickbait things. You could click on this person. They can list the name convicted of XYZ murder. All right. And they'll click on it. It just gives a small little description. All right. What they're doing is they don't, they don't care about the story, but what they want you to do is get hyped up and mm-hmm. in and, and emotion and, and, they want you to get so hyped up on your emotions that you don't make a rational decision. Alright. And me I'm a very per, ration, I'm, rational per rash. I'm I'm a very black and black and white kind of guy when it comes to rationalization. And when I when I I don't see a lot of gray. Right. I look I look at things through the Constitution, through my worldview, and through the way law is written. Alright, I don't have a lot of meandering beyond those points and i see things through that lens so that way i stay rational and when i become irrational is when i become emotional Mm -hmm. so if i if i'm always in a constant state of emotion which america has been in for many many years now in a constant state of emotional decisions based on no supporting facts but emotional decisions um we get ourselves into a world of bad decisions
0: Yeah. i mean okay. it, it's it's like a ripple effect it is you drop something in a pond but there you know you see the ripples like that's ex- exactly what it is but i do want to point out the hypocrisy real quick um, it's it just it, it just came to my mind and i'm sure i don't know why it just came to me and it could have come to me earlier could have come to me later but it hit me now so <clears throat> The same side who negotiated. We'll go back to the beginning. The British Griner who negotiated that. They, you know, they basically they freed a well known, well known weapons dealer who doesn't deal in like the semi automatic rifles, AR fifteen stuff like that. Like this dude's like artillery pieces, machine guns, helicopters, like like, like gunship helicopters. We're yeah. not going to talk about just regular. Yeah, like not a Huey. We're talking about like freaking like
1: Kiowas and freaking if you want hinds. Hine, I mean a lot of y'all don't know what a Hind is, but it's a Russian, it's a, it's a it's Russian a,
0: it's attack a, helicopter. It's like their version of Apache. Yeah, uh, I mean my like st- like this just like literally you can arm. He's literally armed like small African armies. Yeah. So, but they release this guy who is who literally his nickname is the Merchant of Death. But they're the same people who say, "Oh yeah, the average American can't have a gun." Like the, I just I just want people. I'm, I'm really if. If you're on that side, if you're on the, you know, more on the left-leaning side and you agree with gun control um, and, you know, all that, like, I just want you, like, let that sink in for a second. You just released the number one merchant
1: of death that has dealt more arms on the black market that criminals get a hold of. Than anybody. Than anybody known at the current time. Yeah. But you want to regulate gun laws that only hurt uh, law-abiding so. citizens. Yeah. Because they're the only ones that are going to
0: cooperate with the law. Because, like I'm pretty sure that dude mm-hmm. dealt guns to the freaking cartels. Like, I'm pretty if sure you the cartels named, that, You could
1: You like could it. probably name any type of terrorist, cartel, um, <laughs> dictatorship, whatever you want to name. Yeah. He has probably dealt some type of harm to them.
0: Yeah. Right. Like, how do you think these small African countries get, like, artillery totally. pieces? and, like, BMP, like, like BMP2s, BMP3s, BTRs, and all this other different, you know, uh, yeah, okay. you know, T-60s, T-72s, t 55 t or t 54 mm-hmm. like, all this, like, I wouldn't even call it, like, you know, breaking-edge technology, but, like, stuff like, if you're going up an army who just, like, they, like, just have small arms and maybe a couple, like, anti tank stuff, like, anti tank weapons, like, pff, well, you're going to steamroll them, and you could be, you could give a village... In like the Congo, a couple tanks and a bunch of the, like smaller and stuff like that, and they could take over the entire country.
1: Well, and the thing is, you gave a man we we traded a man with no
0: scruples, no
1: moral scruples at all on who he dealt weapons to. None, like he he, he gave out like that's sociopathic level. You oh, yeah. not have like any regret
0: over yeah. like no no regret.
1: Matter of fact, he he as soon as he comes back, all right, we're we're gonna go into. Exactly. Yeah, we're, gonna, we're gonna rehit this. One. We're gonna rehit this one just because this was our, our original top talk, talk, talking point. As soon as he comes back, New York Post quotes today in today's news. All right. Following his Moscow or his arrival in Moscow last week, Bout sat down for an interview with the pro Kremlin RT News, telling form telling former spy turned journalist Maria Butina that he supported Putin. And kept the president's photo in his cell at a medium security prison in Illinois for the entire duration of his incarceration. Not to mention, he goes on and joins the ultra-nationalist party, the pro—it's
0: their whole their whole the mission, democratic liberal party of Russia is what it's called. Their whole like mission is for Russia to take, retake over the former former Soviet states under the Iron Curtain, so Ukraine, Crimea, mm-hmm. Lithuania, Estonia. Belarus, half, all of Poland, half of Germany, Yugoslavia, Czechoslovakia, or the Czech Republic now, like all the Eastern Bloc countries, like that is their whole, basically, and and, and to bring it kind of all together is to basically reinstate the Soviet Union.
1: Well, and just to caveat on that, to enunciate your point, back to the article about a retired Soviet Air Force pilot with suspected ties to Russia's military intelligence service said that he would volu- he would have volunteered to have fought on the front line of Ukraine if he had the necessary skill. Why did we not do it earlier? Question mark about says, referring to Putin's decision to invade the neighboring country in February.
0: <clears throat> so Like this is the type of dude we just light just back into just- the world. And not to mention another
1: point that was made in that article was we didn't have him in a high security prison. I mean,
0: uh, we, uh, what is a medium, medium level sec- yeah, security things- prison? Yeah, boy. Medium security. Which
1: means he had pretty much whatever freedom he wanted to do minus, you know, going around shitting. Yeah. Man. Minus free. All right. Yeah. So in essence, he was able to work out, do, do everything that I was saying in, in the beginning of the episode. Yeah. Had access to our news. Knew what was happening in Ukraine. Yeah, obviously. Obviously. It wasn't like a big shock to him. It was, it was no big shock to him. Matter of fact, he was, in in quote, rooting for Russia while in prison. Right there. Yeah. Um,
0: <clears throat> and we just let him back out in the world. Like, that blows we, my mind. Like, to get away, like, just to kind of, like, look, diverge a little bit. Just to get away from the, um, you know, what everybody's saying, like, uh, the... Take take Brittany Griner out of this. Just take her out of the equation. Yeah. So just take
1: just her out take, of the take her and however you view her out of the equation. The and fact just fact fact, we just let, this, let dude... this dude roam free right back into Russia where they're going to incorporate all of his knowledge of weapons and arms dealing, his contacts, everything. Yeah. We just gave them to him. Yeah. I
0: mean, when we know what, that
1: yeah. he is being that Russia has been crushed the past month, month and a half to the point where they're they are in reserve tanks with very little training and they are running out of <clears throat> arms. They're not running out of munitions, but they're running out of arms yeah. to arm themselves because they're already, they've went through their brand new line of T 72s and they're back to T 60s.
0: So they went through the, t-90s. Through the T 90s. Now t-90s. they're now the T 72s, T 60s. Yeah. Yeah. Look, like they're back to like. Uh, Let's we'll say 70s, so 70s era. 70s yeah. era. Like so stuff era. they went to Afghanistan with,
1: and they're reduced to this, and we just gave them literally the keys to the city to get hey, get whatever yeah. arms
0: you yeah. want yeah. now. Brand new stuff. But guess what? He's. I guarantee you, he's already he's working hard. He's working hard in Afghanistan. That's like um, I mean, like to take it back several years now. That's like whenever um. We traded how many Gitmo detainees for Bo Bergdahl?
1: Oh oh don't Ooh. like that
0: that's like similar <laughs> it's like I, to me that is almost that is almost a, this is this the new situation the current situation we're in is almost a little worse. I won't I won't say it is, but it, it's, that's, well, it's it's almost equivalent. It's almost the equivalent. Alright. Yeah. I mean but I will the say this, there were we American soldiers. There were American soldiers that were killed while searching for Bo Bergdahl. There were soldiers that were killed. And, like, permanently paralyzed. Ooh. So, like, it <laughs> seems to be, there seems to be a trend here. And oh, if you're wow. reading between the lines of what I'm saying the trend is, then you then you know. I won't directly put it out there. But typically, you know, I'll, yeah, I'll dumb it down a little bit. Certain political parties are more willing to trade American lives to further their cause. Or to, or so, to not help.
1: America's standing in the world is. How
0: yeah. Okay. We won't bring up the fact that Bo Bergdahl effectively defected and tried to join the Taliban mm-hmm. in Afghanistan. <laughs> and then, but, mm-hmm. but but you know he was hailed as this American hero. And, you know we must get him back. But once he came back, that's when the story came out. And no one batted an eye. No, it was like nobody in it. Was like, like Washington was like, oh man, that was maybe a bad decision. No, they're like, oh, we got
1: Bo Bergdahl. Like, and these are the things that are made in emotion, and that was, and they were preying on you know right, not just left, but right, you know, this center American right too. American soldier, this man. American soldier is. Yeah, captain, didn't he come captain. back
0: and go to prison? Like,
1: not, he eventually got sent to prison. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, for so, treason. For treason.
0: Yeah. Yes, he got
1: for defecting to the enemy once everything came out, because desertion. He got sent to prison for desertion, and. I I think they planted treason on them, but I think they commuted the sentence after so long. Yeah. Um, and we're not going to talk about who commuted his sentence. Okay. Yeah, that's a, yeah. Whole, that's the, yeah, that's mm-hmm. a whole rabbit hole. And I don't feel
0: like you're really going down that rabbit
1: hole. <laughs> but in essence, what we're trying to <clears throat> point out is the fact that things and decisions made in emotion really, really mm-hmm. bite us. Right,
0: right where we don't want to. Get I mean, it. really, the, that whole, the Victor Belt and Brittany Griner, that whole thing was uh, a decision, regardless of how the White House wants to, you know, display it, that was a decision truly based. I'm on- not even going to say the White House, I'm just going to say
1: big news media. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm not going to go off of our current administration because I cannot say any opinion about current. Oh, that's not an opinion. It's that's,
0: that's, I would venture almost to say it's a fact. Okay. Well,
1: either way, I'm not going to state anything on the record about how I feel about them. What I will state is the fact that the way that everything is trying to be portrayed as is not how it really is being. Yeah. Made. Okay.
0: Nothing that you. Nothing in this world is really as as you as it seems, and not as
1: crystal as they try to make. Yeah. Like, do you really think that? Like, regardless of Brittany, regardless of the Marine that's still in captivity in Russia, or I'm sorry, former Marine that is still in captivity in Russia, if you really look at how our standing in the world is in current day, like right now at (laughs) eight thirty five
0: on a Monday,
1: it does not look terribly good for us as an American people. We are divided due to emotion, which is exactly the point that I'm trying to make. Why are we divided? Question mark. What has made us divided, and can is there really a step off point from here? But we'll get into the step off point on one more break. Appreciate y'all hanging with us. We'll be back. We will be, momentarily. be back momentarily. Hey guys, welcome back. Thanks for thanks for continuing to listen to us, <clears throat> even though we've. We've hit on our topics and we haven't rambled as much, which I'm happily surprised to keep on rolling on to. But, you know, back to, you know, emotional decisions made during emotional times. I get it. Human nature makes us emotional. That's just how we are. You know, we care. That's a good trait to our being. But at the same time, it can really, really hinder us in logical decision making. And if you spend any time in the military, you'd understand that, Harkening back to you know military discipline the second episode we did is that the reason that we incorporate a basic training to our soldiers is to instill discipline but it's also to teach them how to make decisions under pressure yep logical dis- decisions under pressure all right which is where we're where we're seeing a disconnect which is why the discipline incorporate the reason we have the discipline we had was to incorporate that sense of logical decision making to instill pressure because you had to be disciplined. So all the, all the time that you were dis, you were enacting discipline it actually creates pressure. It's called enacting willpower. Okay. And whenever, and willpower is actually very, if you're any, anyone out there into psychology knows what I'm talking about. Whenever you enact willpower in order to, to do something, it's actually a very finite thing. You, you have to build it. It's like running. It's like cardio. You have to build your willpower, and that's why it's ten weeks, thirteen weeks, eight weeks. Yeah, depending and, on what branch you're in, depending on what branch you're in, and basic or boot camp, whichever one you go, you went to, or anyone out there went to. Um, the reason for it is so that way you have that time to enact, to build your willpower, to create your discipline, and in order under your discipline, you can make logical decisions in in uh, very, very stressed scenarios and situations. Okay. And all of that to literally say, our current dilemma, you can blame it on whichever side, whichever party. And even then you can blame it on
0: generational, at this if, point, if you know, or generational, generational change.
1: whatever. It doesn't matter. You can blame it on it however you want. The real fact is, is us as Americans have no longer we've always been able to detect logic yep. even even on our, our own viewing we've been able to detect flaws all right in viewing ourselves we've always harkened back like even to our founding we were flaw we had some flaws at our founding, so we continued to change ourselves to create an atmosphere where everything in the Constitution is as the Constitution said but with our logic we are now under without logic we are now undermining the Constitution how the Constitution is. All right. That is
0: that is literally gonna be our our downfall as Americans. And we're not saying like with that being said, we're like we're definitely not saying that you know America's perfect. No that we do by no means it, there's, there's always change to be made.
1: Yeah. There there always is. We're but as speaking, we're flawed. But comparatively speaking to as we were pointing out at the beginning of the podcast, we are we are probably the best place in the world right now if you enjoy basic human
0: rights. Yeah.
1: I don't care what side of the aisle you're on, you cannot dispute that fact. Yeah. Sweden. And if you want to dispute that fact, yeah, like, please, please, please put it in the comments. Yeah, I mean, honestly, we'll if, you, if, you dis- if you can dispute it, put it down in the comments. Because with fact. With fact. With fact. And you better hope I can't refute it. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say is you better you better make sure that your argument is sealed tight because I enjoy going through an argument and disseminating it and then creating a counterpoint. Because I will. I'm 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 an old school debater. I went to debate class all throughout high school, even into college. I debated one of my own professors and one back when I was a little bit smarter, back when I was in college. Um, I've lost a lot of the head knowledge that I had back then, just due to time. But I'm rebuilding it slowly but surely, um, mainly thanks to this podcast. Because I don't want to come on here sounding stupid. All right, I'm not. I don't want to sound illiterate. No. Um, coming on, talking to people and giving an opinion, I want to have some type of facts to back up my opinion. And even if, even if I have an opinion that is not based on facts, I'll at least give you my worldview behind it if that makes sense. I'm not going to state it as a fact. I never will. But what I will state under fact, I will have facts to back it up. So, all of that to finish up the episode, to literally say, in modern day America, you can cling to whatever worldview you want, cling to whatever left-wing or right-wing politician you want. If you do not have any logical fact to back up your, your viewpoint, and you're basing it off emotion, that is the problem. That is the problem that we, in, like I said in the very beginning, in today's America's hellscape of politics, that y'all want to quote it as, both left and right are quoting it as. So I'm not, I, I can bring up both left and right politicians that are saying this. All right. And moderators that are saying this or debaters that are saying this. That lack of logic and lack of educational thinking to develop logical laws and counter counterpoints to not just one side of thinking but another side of thinking as well if you can the art of compromise is dead and america is so divided that we cannot see logic which might be done but by design by design okay Like we as Americans are not loved around the world, no matter how people think they see us as. Yeah. Take it from someone who's been
0: around the world and back. Around around the
1: the world world. and back again. I've been all through Europe, Middle East. The only continent I haven't hit is Asia. I want to hit that eventually.
0: No, Middle East part of Asia.
1: That's true. Middle East is part of Asia. Okay. So Africa is the only one I haven't hit yet. And Australia. And Australia. (laughs) Well, Antarctica, I'm not going to count. I've passed through Australia. I can't really count that. I've only passed through it one time, and I was only there for three hours. So I can't quote it, but I can't tell you what's on the news about it, at least. Yeah. But I want to summarize it on, if you're going to debate or if you're going to have an idea, bring facts and logic behind it, and no one can really debate you and they can only debate you through emotion all right and you can you can chop up an emotional debate easily all right facts only do that and until <clears throat> a lot of people state that truth in today's world might be relative okay you have a point because a lot of people that state facts aren't stating actual facts they're stating they what they what they believe, what they is, their believe is their truth which is called a lot which is called relative truth that's easily deterred okay if you use logical facts you can easily deter emotional facts because emotional facts aren't facts they're, they're just falsities wrapped in emotion okay It's just how it is I'm sorry for anyone who believes that I don't know the earth is freaking purple because that's what you believe it is that's like flat earth. yeah like flatter it special. <laughs>
0: Like I'm sorry, brother I've seen the curvature of the earth like, he, he, it's not it's it's not a thing, I'm sorry, so but now, um, I mean honestly, to that's wrap not, it up that's that's, that's a exactly great, honestly, that's a great way to end it um, yeah like
1: if if American just come back to being logical, we could probably save what most people would deem would be unsavable. yeah, okay, just be logical, but on that note, we're gonna cover. That that ends the episode of the topic we were discussing. We're actually going to bring in and usher in the new season of what we're going to end up doing because uh, we're going to dive off of more of the hit pieces. We're going to go more into what we call what we're going to call this next season a tell your story. So we're going to start bringing people onto our podcast, and I mean they come from all walks of life. We're going to bring on people from not only just military but police, EMS regular civilians even that have stories. But what we're going to do is we're going to bring on everyday everyday people, everyday people yeah. to just tell your story. You hear stories from, you know, flipping, uh, politicians, uh, social media influencers. Um, just, I don't know, famous people in general. Yeah. All right. You hear their stories and everyone eats those stories up. But the thing is, and, uh, portion of America that I don't believe is really being heard is all you guys out there that are listening to us in the middle that have a story that, you know, felt like you're not, you've not been heard. Yeah. That you've been left out. Well, <clears throat> us as veterans, we kind of understand the fact that, Hey, you get left out, you get left by the wayside. No one really cares. We kind of understand that yeah to a pretty good, pretty good level. And I mean, i I got friends that are completely out of the military now and they're, they feel like they, they weren't, they were done a disservice. Yeah. All right. And, but what we're, what we're going to do is bring everyday people on. We're going to discuss, you know, their life, their stories, how why they do what they do, what made them to do certain decisions that they've done. And we're just going to, we're not going to broad stroke their life, but we're essentially going to discuss topics that not only are that they're more deeper in meaning to people.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. We're we're going to delve away from more of the political bias and we're going to dump into this new season. And hopefully y'all viewers will enjoy, you know, the, the topics that are created by bringing other people on. So it's not just, like I said, we're not, we don't want to be in an echo chamber. We're not just going to bring on people that believe in our views, et cetera, et cetera. Like, <laughs> if if in, some some of our subscribers out there know us personally, we we're gonna bring on people that we even might not agree politically or I don't know morally. I guess I don't yeah. know whatever you want to call it. But we're gonna bring them on because we want to hear their story. We want to hear why they think the way they do. Yeah. Because if you don't understand how people think or how people rationalize things then essentially you're never going to understand them and that's why the veteran community feels a lot feels left out a lot because most people don't understand what it means to be a veteran and how a lot of a lot of the vets out there still carry scars to this day from pts and things that they experienced while they were in and police and ems and firefighters all these people experience different types of pts and different types of world views and we're going to bring on Give them their their time and have them tell their story, so that way, you know we can we can essentially bring out everyday America. That's literally what our top our our whole podcast is around.
0: Everyday things, hunting, fishing, and all things Americana. So yeah, so we're gonna start off the new series. Um, uh, tell your story. Um, we've got YouTube up, so we have got some gun, uh, some stream videos up there. I'm going to be putting out more of those. Um, we're getting ready to drop one, hopefully I, within the next couple of days. Yeah, next couple of days. We're we're experimenting time. with with editing and all, editing this, and all yeah. this stuff with videos. Like I'm just like we're both just knuckle draggers, so we're really learning as we go. Um, but moving on from there, we're going to go into <clears throat> Uh, reviewing our personal kit—that's um, what we what we wear name. for you know, for work and what we wear when we go to the range. For me, it's uh, pretty much the same. Um, me, I
1: have two completely different setups. Just simply because when I'm at the range, I, I do enjoy a certain amount of comfort because I I do train like I fight, but at the same time, I'm not going to be running around in kit that award overseas that has no meaning on if I get into certain engagements in urban
0: scenarios, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, and we're going to break that down. Like, I've got like I've got two work set up, so I've got a more of a lightweight um, kind of just chest trick set up, and then I've got my actual, um, my, my plate carrier, um, and how I set why that, why it's going to be more or less, why I set up the way I do, like, why I set it up the way I did, um, why certain things are in certain locations, stuff like that. And I mean, pistol belts, um, even down to, like, personal weapons.
1: Yeah. Even down to why we like, for instance, I carry a very, very short carbine style weapon. Yeah. Mainly because I, I folk like I have a, I have an urban environment kit and I have a mountain environment kit. Mainly because there's, there's two places I've, I fought, I fought in urban environments and I fought in not, I'm not going to say mountainous regions, but it's more covered, rural. Yeah. Yeah. Rural region. R- more oh, rural covered, regions. Yeah that have more open terrain and teach and I, that's just what I do. Fish, yeah. But yeah, we're, is,
0: we're obviously, we're going to, we're going gonna to dive into that. It's it's greater, a big yeah. topic.
1: So that's going to be, he'll come out with his videos and i will walk you through some of my setups and why I do things the way I do, Um, we'll do uh, a little bit of that. We'll do some more gun. Yeah. Uh,
0: do different shooting drills, more um, gun
1: drills, more, uh, We'll do funny shoots. I, we put up a video of me, and it is slightly educational, but I did it more as kind of like a joke. Yeah. Um, mainly just to get you know, I like I'm not, I'm at fault for clickbaiting. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I I did put a more clickbaity title style on video. it, style video on it of just a fun a fun shoot and while I did put rounds on, I did put. Stuff on paper, it was not, you know, I'm not pinball pinball shooting. But, in a sense, I put on a short of me shooting 6.5. Shooting card targets up to 450 meters. Yeah. All right.
0: This, there, it's a whole range. We, we'll go into it. We'll go over it. Yeah, then after the video we're dropping, um, we're going to go. We're actually going to go out uh, with our partner uh, at Flying Fowl Training. We're going to go to their range. Um, do some shooting with them, go over some stuff, um, and put that out there with a retired law enforcement officer um, and certified NRA uh, pistol instructor. So be looking out for that. We'll um, oh, actually we'll probably get him on the podcast too, talking about um, you know being a uh, law enforcement, and doing that job for you know the better part of twenty years.
1: Yeah, but I think um, uh, with that being said, this is a good. Time to wrap it up. Um, yep. Merch will be dropping first of the year. Yeah. We are actually going through a, I'm going to call customer quality phase, consumer quality
0: phase. Yeah. of And once we get that stuff, stuff if we in, like it, we'll, we'll, obviously we'll do a quick video on that. Um, kind of displaying like what we're going to have um, and, you know, actually have like a tangible item in our
1: hands. Yeah. We'll, we'll have it in our hands, show it to you
0: before you buy it. Make sure that you know what you're getting. Yeah. And 'cause if it's not something i'm gonna wear i' I don't want it. yeah like, then I'm not gonna make I'm not gonna have that out there for people to buy but uh yeah I mean, that that concludes it for us, yeah, mm-hmm. uh in other
1: words, hope you all have a good rest of your week uh don't do anything I wouldn't do your uh, weekly safety brief is um
0: don't, don't add to the population, don't Get subtract them. from the population remember and, boys unless you're trying yeah everybody as always live free, die free. Thank you for listening to the outlaw podcast today. Remember like subscribe and share. If you enjoyed what you heard, leave a comment. It helps us. Also, we're open to taking any, um, any topics. Just give us some time to do some research. And once again, we will release episodes once a week. If you enjoy.